Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Hey Show Podcast. I'm your host for today, Ethan, and joining me, as always, are my good friends, Hunter and Kyle. Hey, guys, how are you doing? Hiya. I'm doing just swell. We just had a bit of a panic attack trying to get uh, the start of this episode <laughs> happening, genuinely. Oh, my God. Why? It was pretty, what? It was pretty good. Right, no, right. In my defense, why is Dude, it... we can put that ever... on the Clips channel. <laughs> what, failed recording? <laughs> gone wrong. <laughs> must, must watch. But no, why does that always happen where it's like... You'll be like, oh, it's easy. This is the most easy thing in my life. Nothing can go wrong. I'm just going to run to the other side of my house, run back. It'll be fine. How? I didn't move two inches. How did my cable get that tangled in my chair that I was stuck there crying for like 30 seconds? <laughs> How? It is really funny that of all things, it was your earphone being stuck in the chair and not you like biffing it on something on the way back to the yeah. room. And the thing is, like most people will notice, I only ever wear one earbud, right? And it's like... It wasn't this earbud that always stays out of my ear. It was the one that was in my ear. So it was the one that didn't even travel that far. So I'm like, how? Like, what did it, what witchcraft did I do? I literally just left the room. Why? I don't know. It's one of those days. It's just one of those days. It's the HGO podcast. Of course, something has to go wrong. It's like, that's just what we do. It's what we do. <laughs> um, it's but no. the curse uh, of season three. The HGO curse continues. Welcome back to season three. Where every week, uh, someone announces something big that we care about exactly when we release an episode, on the day, or soon after. It's great. Uh, to be fair, I, like I said on Twitter, I'll allow the Xenoblade announcement. We'll, we'll allow that. That's one that I'll allow. We forgive um, Monolith We forgive Monolith Stuff for being chads no and wrong. finishing the game early. Um, we'll get into <laughs> all that. We'll get into it. But, uh, man, we've got a lot of news to talk about this week um so bear time hold i was supposed to, i was i was i got mixed between bear, bear with us and hold tight and I, so i went with bear tie as if like that's a sentence that that's, that's a phrase everybody uses i love so that bear tie everybody level. bear tie everybody god uh. oh it's definitely an episode uh as we uh go through all the news we'll talk about all the nintendo stuff we'll talk about tales from the borderlands we'll talk about that indie showcase that hunter watched and told us to watch and we definitely watched it we I said you did. could. I didn't even say you had to. <laughs> yeah, and I you took told that us you could. Today. Yes. Yeah, you told us today, and I was like, I'm I'm going to do that, and I didn't, so I've got no excuses. <laughs> uh, so we'll talk about it was that. only like half an hour, so. True, true. And I didn't even have a chance to watch that, like half an hour, even at two times speed. Hell yeah. We do our research here for the podcast, guys. We treat our podcast Free like a very... Free and competent, but yeah, and then we might finally get to if we run out of topics. These these two topics, I feel like we're holding <laughs> Sonic Mania and Elden Ring hostage until we run out of topics. Like these are the these are the topics that we didn't do last week. We didn't do the week before. It's like we'll we'll hold them hostage if we start having a really bad episode. That's when we draw out the cards of okay, time to talk about Sonic Mania and Elden Ring finally. Yeah, we were going to do it last week, but we got an hour out of Kingdom Hearts 4 speculation somehow. In one of our best episodes we've ever made. Uh, yeah, I do like that episode a lot, so if you haven't Complete already, go zero check comments. that episode out. Yeah, that's, that's how it always, it, it's always is. It's always the good episodes that go underrated, and it's always the terrible episodes that get hundreds of plays. So thank you for the support. Keep watching that terrible content. Uh, sorry. <laughs> There's <laughs> more to come. There's more to come. We'll keep not trying. I love that Project L episode. Oh, why? <laughs> Who? What? Watched that? I don't know. 
If you were the, if you were honestly one of the few people that was like the first episode you saw of this podcast was that episode, please either write it in the comments on YouTube or email us at hotgamersonly at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you and then for you to please tell us what good episodes you listened to after that because... <laughs> God, what an awful... That one had a really good thumbnail, though, because you had, like, the fighting game thing, and then you just snuck the guy from uh, Death's Door in. I did. All yeah. tiny, like. It was really good. I did do that. Uh, but I, I don't know. It, I digress. It, podcasts are hard, dude, because it's hard to click three-hour things without being... Like, if you were, like, a big-named person, if you were, if you were YouTuber, big-name Andy over here, who has, like, 300,000 subscribers, even, that's not even a big name, right? But if you have, like, a million subs, it's easy to just clickbait yourself or have your audience come in. For us, it's like, like, we just have to hope that people like Project L, even when we don't. Like, that's the best we have. So... Is this overrated? Is this overrated? are hard, and I kind of hate that they have to be taken into account with everything that gets done true that's like that's why my aim is eventually we're gonna work on this is i want to start doing other stuff on the hgo channel which is more algorithm friendly which can just be stupid stuff that we do or stuff like that like these scripted videos that me and hunter have talked about doing for a while so that we can just turn the podcast into hey if we just want to do an hour of chatting shit about persona 5's awful 25th anniversary announcements like we just did in the (laughs) pre-show We can do that, and we can make Let's that. Let's start doing unboxings. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Talk Yo, is this a PSA? 10, Who wants bro? to buy a Playdate? Is this a shiny Charizard? Oh my god! Wow, bro, this oh, has got to be at least camera. worth fifty dollars on eBay. Um, but no. Speaking of topics, I guess bit of housekeeping. Obviously, we're still in the dry spell of uh, content. We've we've got Switch Sports coming, which I know everybody's thrilled about as I am. Um, but we're still content light. So if you have any topic ideas, we have a couple. Some of you have sent some topic ideas in, uh, which we will be planning on doing in the next couple of weeks. But if you have any topic ideas that you'd like us to do while we're in this dry period before uh, Xenoblade, before all of that good stuff, before AI, the Somnium Files, Nirvana Initiative, what a really long title, uh, email them in. <laughs> it was bold of them to be like AI, Somnium Files, and then another thing that sounds like... <laughs> you think they would have just gone with AI 2 and then whatever the subtitle was. Yeah. Right? You think that, in the same way, that's like that's like them calling it, like, Horizon Zero Dawn 2 Forbidden West. Like, it's like, no, scrap the first it subtitle. It something yeah. funny. Yeah. Apparently my sister thought that Zero Dawn was, like, part of the full title. Because when I... Because I thought I it was too. game is Zero Dawn... Yeah the first time uh, as in like the first one when i was talking about too and she was like wait 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 (laughs) i'm stupid i failed to realize that that didn't come with the rest of the i think i did i thought that horizon zero dawn was the full title for a while but then when they very quickly especially in the first like when they first showed the game i was like oh the full i i didn't think of it as a subtitle i was like oh yeah horizon zero dawn is the name of the game whatever but then when you started looking at it and you saw that the Zero Dawn was smaller and then especially when they went back and retroactively added the one in underneath the horizon. Uh, if you didn't notice that, they did do that where they changed the Horizon Zero Dawn logo to have the one like the Forbidden West has the two. I was like, okay, when they did that, I'm like, okay, it's the subtitle. But before that, I was also on the Zero Dawn. It's the full title train. Yeah. But yeah, if you have any ideas anyway of what you want us to talk about, uh, if you've got any topic ideas, any three by threes you want us to do, 
then you can email us at hotgamersonly at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you um, because, like I say, we make this for you guys. So if you want us to do something in particular, instead of us just literally going to the bottom of the barrel and going, uh, <laughs> PS3 games that look like ass and then doing a three-hour <laughs> episode on that by going, well, my first game is the entire console generation. Am I right, guys? <laughs> um, then email some ideas if you'd like us to do stuff also if you'd like us to retread on any topics that you think that we did early on that we might have done terribly like any of the first like i don't know 50 episodes of the podcast then you know we can go back hey. and i'm just kidding i'm just it's just there a were good ones in the first year was there i don't remember it was that long ago i don't know i feel like there's some there's some things that i've worked on in the past where i'll look back i'll look at old clips and i'll be like those were good times and then the podcast has been a thing where I've progressively like not looked back at old episodes. Like I rarely look back at old episodes because I'm scared of mainly myself. I'm not scared of anyone else. I'm scared of myself <laughs> being cringe. Um, but no, I'm sure. I'm well, sure. You want to go there's... back to the old days of the co-host with the co-most? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I do not want to go back to the days where a lot of the time it the just felt wonder. yeah, where we looked yeah. I do not want to go back to the days where we were just like, you know, what do, What are the popular gaming podcasts? Kind of funny. Let's niche 90% of their intro. Let's do that. Like, I'm good. Like, no. Like, as much as I like their content, I'm like, yeah, I Does prefer being Does this feed the algorithm gods if we do this? No, it doesn't. It <laughs> Although the answer is just does HGO feed the algorithm? No, <laughs> like, very the rarely. Unless we talk. Sometimes. Unless we talk about Project L. <laughs> <laughs> yeah please look forward to when project Al finally releases our eight-part docu-series on it <laughs> <laughs> where we talk I'll about everything play it. it looked like fun i definitely won't and it's so. league without having to actually play league so true. yeah true that's the main draw of arcane yeah that's what that show is called right isn't it yeah 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 i haven't watched that yet me either good, though. same it's one of those things where, well, I'm so far behind on anime. You know me. I'm so far behind on anime that I never watch it. Dude. So Arcane is like on my 2027 list at the moment or something like that. I'm like, I'm too busy catching up on all my terrible, terrible taste picks first. Never mind. Good anime. I'm not finishing Bebop. Yeah, because I only finish good shows. Am I right, gamers? <laughs> High five. Cowboy Bebop's mid. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Now that I've pissed off everybody else and we've had our longest intro in the history of the show, uh, shall we talk about actual games and actual news? Shall we do it? No. No? Okay. Let's just keep Kyle bantering. Wants, Kyle wants to debate this Bebop No, thing. I just want to keep bantering. <laughs> he doesn't want to debate the Bebop thing because he knows that my passion for Bebop being mid is so strong. I, he cannot change I respect mind. your opinion for that. I don't agree with it, but I respect it. Hey, and I, res I like, here's the thing with Bebop is I can see why people like it. I'm like, I understand why Bebop is considered to many a very good show. And I wish I also like it, but I don't. I just think it's mid and that's okay. <clears throat> At least we can all agree that whether you were hoping that it was a good or terrible, the live action uh, Bebop was a disappointment to everybody on every side of the fence. So, But now it doesn't exist anymore, so... And neither does animation is... at Netflix either, so everybody's always... And this is why... <laughs> like they lost this the is animation why anime... too. Oh, man. That's no, they just cancelled... All in-house animation at Netflix has basically been cancelled because of oh. subscriber loss and stuff like that, so they're just cancelling everything. 
uh, I think oh, I no. think Arcane's carrying on because that's outsourced, and they're just paying for rights. But I think everything else mm. is being cancelled. So if you like oh, an animation on Netflix, unlucky. I'm glad Castlevania was done. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed your twelve episodes of the Cuphead <laughs> show because that's probably dead. Um, <laughs> but you know. Anyway. <laughs> Video Anyways. games, am I right? Video games! Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Xenoblade Chronicles 3 and the biggest surprise of this year, where we found out that for the first time ever, video games can actually be pushed forward instead of back. It's like a miracle <laughs> of time, because Nintendo has this crazy thing where they do the opposite of other game developers, where they finish games and then they keep them on a shelf until they feel like releasing them, like weird, sick fucks that are just like, I'll leave you on that, I'll leave you for later. That's how I learned about Metroid Dread. Yeah. Well, yeah. I found it under a tomb in Egypt. (laughs) Oh, man. So that's what Moon Knight's (laughs) about. You know, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet, and I was like, why why is Moon Knight? I watched two episodes of that last year. Or not last year, last week. Oh, did you? What did you think? I've watched zero It was cool. I like the idea that it's more interesting to me than the premise of any of these other Marvel shows. Uh, well, there you go. Yeah. You see, I was, there's a part of me that's like, explain more, but then there's also a part of me that's sitting here looking at the timer being like, <laughs> <laughs> we have terrible audience retention. We've lost everybody and we're 10 minutes in. I feel like we could just go off the rails at this point. <laughs> I feel like we could already call this episode a lost cause. Like, I feel like everybody is nah. going uh, well. please leave a comment saying that you listen <laughs> please what somebody please part of moon night yeah is it midnight let us know um <laughs> anyway so yeah xenoblade 3 got pushed up from september it's a little after midnight for you it is uh, thank you thank you for that <laughs> great time jokes <laughs> god this fucking episode's a disaster See, season three. we're getting cancelled after season three because it's like anybody that did listen is jumping off this train because they're slowly realizing that it's like you know these guys are getting worse like they're just they're talking more but not in a good way like there's no substance to what they're saying i disagree the last last week's episode was one of the best things we've ever done yeah, I agree. And hey, I'm like, hey, I'm liking the vibe of this episode. Don't get me wrong, I'm fully into this. But we've like, we're going into like fifty minute an hour vibes. Ten minutes in, where we're like, we're already at the crazy point of no one's listening, and it's like, no, people should yeah. still be at this point. Our attention's not that awful. Um, but anyway, like, let's talk about Xenoblade because I could promise we do have stuff to say about Xenoblade. Because like, if there's one thing this podcast, if there's three things this podcast can talk about, it is Persona, Devil May Cry, and Xenoblade. So we can talk about it. <laughs> so Xenoblade 3 has an official release date that I probably should have got up. June 29th. July, July 29th. July 29th. July 29th uh, for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, which was surprising to, to a lot of people. I don't think, to me, my surprise wasn't that it got, wasn't that everyone was like, monolith for giga chads because they've got it finished early and they're pushing it up in my head ever since the imran leak when imran basically said last june that it was nearing the end of completion i was like in my head this game's been done since like probably february they probably finished this game <laughs> like it's sitting on a shelf basically i thought that september date was they're giving they're giving splatoon some room mm-hmm and then Splatoon completely missed that room, and I don't know how the fuck Splatoon's missing. We'll talk about that later, but I don't know how. 
what have they done in Splatoon world to get that game to miss its deadline so much? But they obviously saw that Splatoon was slipping and they were like, well, Xenoblade's already done. Let's just push it forward. Yeah, it's like the anti of what PlayStation did a couple years ago where Ghost of Tsushima pretty much seemed to be done but The Last of Us was coming before it, and The Last of Us wasn't ready, so they just pushed both games backwards. <laughs> yeah, the the PlayStation effect is very much like the MCU effect, where PlayStation's like, shit, we have a plan. It's like, Nintendo's very much more more lenient to be like, okay, maybe it's not a good time with the whole situation going on in the world right now to release a game called Advanced Wars, so let's push that out a bit. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, Splatoon 2 slipping a bit. We wanted Splatoon 2 to be July, but it's slipping. Let's move that to Xenoblade's date and move Xenoblade forward because Monolith finished this game in 2017 and just didn't tell anyone. It's like <laughs> there's probably it's surprise. Yeah, surprise. Like I wouldn't be surprised if when Metroid Prime 4 finally shows up again it's probably done and it gets in a release date like six months after and it's already done and they're just sitting on it because that's what nintendo does they just sit on things yeah. i wouldn't be surprised if bayonetta 3 is nearly done at this point as well and they're just going to sit on that until they know a better date which will be october because that game's coming out in october mm. but i don't know xenoblade 3 right so it's coming in july which is a lot quicker than everyone it put me into a fucking panic so i was like i'm gonna replay xenoblade 1 before it comes out and i was like shit now i only have like three months and i don't want to play it the month before because i don't want to be sick of xenoblade so i had to push it forward to now and i was like well fuck you scarlet <laughs> nexus i'm playing this hey dude just be glad you're watching sam play xenoblade 2 so you don't have to replay that oh i'm almost i'm almost i'm almost yeah i played replayed it last year i'm also i'm always up for a replay of xenoblade 2 i might happily just replay it anyway for shits and giggles and be like i'll just overtake yeah. sam because i really like xenoblade 2 i'll probably replay it too but uh so that pushed it up i haven't watched the trailer i'm personally of the opinion Neither of I. I well yeah I'll, there's different reasons there Hunter. <laughs> let's be real here there's different reasons. i feel i feel like it's specifying that who has and has not seen the trailer is a decent thing to do oh no i agree but i'm Kyle saying the reason i'm it. going out of there because i'm like like I'm like putting my hands over my ears and going nah 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 nah, nah. like you can't like I'm not listening. Whereas you're just like cool, it's out in July. I'll just play it in July. <laughs> like that's your you're, <laughs> you're just like I'm yeah. cool. Whereas I'm like no, I must hide from the spoilers. <laughs> don't show me the mechs. I don't want to see them. Like that's what I'm doing. And whereas Time Kyle to is just how to a... mute words on Twitter again. Oh, I, I don't care that much. I will just start blocking people. Be warned. <laughs> Be warned, people. I will start blocking you. Um, the Glock is loaded. The Glock is loaded, true. But no. You've watched it, Kyle. You've probably watched it a dozen a times. A few times. Yeah, yeah you've a probably few, watched yeah. it a bit too, ma too many times, probably. Um, so I'm completely fine with you talking about bits and pieces in the trailer. I'm just scared of story shit. So we all know that that was Melia, even though they fucked up the subtitles. We all knew that was Melia, and we know that Nia's... Yeah the other person but what yeah. so how are you feeling because a lot of the basically this trailer from what i've seen on the internet was just a lot of imran khan laughing from last august going you didn't believe me you stupid fools look it was all here all <laughs> along as he just ticks off his checklist of like more characters on screen at one time than ever before and stuff like that as he just ticks down his list the little mm. smug fucking grin that he has as he's like got him got him got him as he gets everything right so what are your takeaways from the trailer? 
Uh, I think the biggest takeaways for me was seeing... So they had combat showcased in the trailer a little bit, and mm -hmm. so obviously they had... And they had what Ethan just said. Um, all your party members are in the battle at once. All seven of them. It's an absolute clusterfuck to look at. They but answer, that's they, just they Xenoblade. Did. They asked the question. Point. They asked the question, what if there was no bench? And I'm all for it. Because Hell yeah. RPGs always have the problem of this kind of ludonarrative narrative dissonance where it's like everybody's there but also only a third of the party's really there and everyone else yeah. is just magically there right so it's like it's cool to actually have this game where from reading descriptions you have your six main party members and then during chapters you'll have like this seventh quote-unquote open slot where story characters yeah. can come in it's like a pivot and also character join, yeah so i think it's really interesting i mm. also think a lot of the times in RPGs, your favorite characters also become the ones you use, right? So I feel like this Absolutely. gives you yeah, a yeah. great opportunity to fully learn to <laughs> like or try keep your heart open to all the characters because you're not just going to go, that design's cool, they're staying in my party forever and I won't <laughs> care about anyone else, right? It gives those characters that you wouldn't usually give a shot, like Charlotte in Xenoblade 1, who for most <laughs> people probably just went straight out of the party as soon as uh soon as dumban show back up yeah you know it gives those kinds of characters nope. the chance yeah, to shine the second half of the first game i was a dps only household <laughs> <laughs> i just choose characters i like so for me currently i yeah. think for me currently it's shulk uh melia and dumban i think currently are my yeah. three characters as much as i love ryan yeah uh, mm. i might switch melia out for a bit we won't put fucking she who shall not be named in my party ever but you know she can stay in ricky is also a lad so we keep him in sometimes i bring him in sometimes <laughs> fun. um but no i think that's yeah, a great other... addition mm -hmm. um the combat it's similar to what xenoblade 2 had where you've got all your arts just mapped to the buttons we live of Fuck x you, y and b and a um d-pad controls party actions basically like party ai Oh, like group um, up, target this yeah. person, stuff like that. Ah, uh, all yeah. those commands I'll never use. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs commands when you have Unga Bunga? Dude, get your sword out. Start. That's whacking. how I played Dude. Tales of Arise. Stop. You could issue like, you could issue like strategy little call outs in that game, and I never did. I was like, but I could just power through this with my <laughs> one character, and occasionally switch to someone else if I needed them for something. Oh, I'm the exact same way. And it's like, especially with these kind of auto attack games where a lot yeah. of your attacks are just, or you're already in a chain, right? As you're going through. Mm -hmm. I really liked the way Xeno 2's works is because Xeno 2 kind of embodied it and went, oh yeah, our combat system is based on an auto battle system. So let's just have all the inputs be attached to buttons and have it be a bit like a combo thing where you can chain them in and you can mm -hmm. link them all up and you can swap your... You can swap your blades out and have it feel like that. Whereas Xenoblade 1's feels, at least to me, super clunky because it's all on a bar and you're having to fucking cycle between them. And it's it like. Really it really felt like a, uh, it wanted to be an MMO. It did. The way it played. <laughs> it did. Yeah. Which is this seven, this seven persons on a screen at once thing made me laugh a little bit because I'm like, oh man, they're really reaching the final form of that. <laughs> Everything's going to look like a raid boss. Dude, I just love how everyone's biggest complaint 
in Xenoblade 2 combat-wise was that there was too much going on. So instead of fixing that, Monolithsoft just doubled down and said, yeah, but what if more? Monolith really are the kings of convoluted I mean... UI. They truly are the kings. Because it's <laughs> Seven like... people are not. There will be maybe three I pay attention to as far as everything that's happening. I'm not going to devote my whole attention span to everybody. Well, I also feel the, the way that the combat system is built as well. And if I have to, in quotes, I'll find a way to not. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel like the way it's built, though, because I have had bits. I haven't seen any of the story beats or anything like that, but obviously I've seen the clip, the gameplay little screenshots and stuff like that with how they're split basically into three pairs, essentially. You have uh, Miran, is what's his name? It begins with an N. Is, is it? No, no, what's his name? What's the, Milo what? in? It's what? not Milo. No, what's the main character's name? Noah? No, that's it. Noah and Mia. Mia. Is it Mia? I don't know. Mio. Mio, that's it. That's why I'm getting confused. God, I, I come on, guys. It's going to take me a while to get these new names in my head. In my head, let's be real. But those two are a pair. You have uh, Uni and uh, whatever Lons. Origami King is called. Oh, tie on, uh, tie on there together, and then you have uh, the two Unga Bunga characters in the pair as well. Big Hammer person and massive giant Senna guy. And yeah, there you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Look, you, you've 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 done your research. You've watched the trailers a few times. Yeah, hell yeah. But they're kind of built into those pads <laughs> anyway, Hunter. So I assume right it will be kind of like I'm assuming that the AI, because they're built with this whole idea of them being in those pads. I'm kind of assuming that it, so... even though it isn't like Xeno Two, I'm going to assume that they're still kind of built around sticking together slightly even if they don't Do you want me to want me to throw a wrench into this ether okay what you're entirely wrong oh gr- fucking wonderful excellent so xeno you know how xenoblade has your attacker healer and defender classes mm-hmm. you can make anybody any class yeah i've seen that i also saw how cringe it's like they're cosplaying each other i didn't like that dude it's cool looking Shut no I, I i think it's stupid um, cool. <laughs> it's stupid I, right. it's cool they switch weapons it looks cool no yeah I also feel that that's weird because that means can anybody have Monado 3 whatever it's called is that just a I mean, regular weapon it's then it's just is a it? regular weapon yeah is that just a regular weapon so it's not special in this this was universe? also something from the trailer yeah I'm oh, not gonna epic. say it because it looked like story stuff but yes it is just a sword oh cool it's just wow. a sword that looks cool until it isn't <laughs> it's xenoblade of course it's gonna be like the xenoblade it's gonna be it's, it's something until it isn't and then you realize that it's like <clears throat> oh it turns out the aegis sword and the monado fused together when the world's fused or bollocks and then there you go unga bunga baby monado <laughs> monado junior <laughs> um, monado timmy but not yeah there you go but now i do think it's interesting that you can change the roles and stuff like that of everybody yeah, because, um, like, the worst part of Xenoblade is, like, healers are kind of useless. Mm-hmm. That's why Sharla stays on the bench in Xenoblade 1, unless True. you really, really want to make her work. Yeah. But even then, you have to bend over backwards to get it to happen. It's just, like, healers are so whack in this game, dude. Especially but now, yeah. Because, like, you can just heal yourself in battle with items. It's... Or like accessories, it's so 
healers are kind of useless. Yeah, and especially as a lot of the time, if any, especially if you're just playing Rex and Xeno too, a lot of the times, if anything, it makes more sense for Rex to be the healer than it does for you to have one of the other people be the healer because it's like mm-hmm. spoiler character if you still haven't played Xeno too. Uh, who is in the end Xeno three trailer? So I feel like that's <laughs> fair play, but mm-hmm. they're a healer. And Even it's like Zeke can be a good healer with a with the bit ball. He has yeah. a, he has a, an art that just party heals, and it has like no cooldown, so you can just spam it. It's great. Yeah, so it feels like healer as a class is kind of redundant. But I do. I also just never trust the AI to heal me True. in anything. <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> ah, yep. Donald taught everybody how to not trust AI yeah. for healing. I don't. It's like if it happens, it happens. But I never bank on that ever i just normally when i'm playing a game like that like dragon age for example i take away their healing i I take away other people's potion privileges even oh yeah (laughs) you don't get to use this unless i say you can (laughs) oh yeah i do that in kingdom hearts as well i'm like you will only that yeah you will only use one and if it is it's a basic potion you're not having anything else like (laughs) it was dragon age inquisition that like set that mindset into me because uh you get like a potion cap of like 12 and so many times i had been doing just fine up until uh, towards the end of a fight and my party members started dying and then i was like oh i'm almost dead i need to heal and i'm like wait where'd all my potions go <laughs> it was kingdom hearts like, 2 oh. randomizer that got me to do that mostly because yeah. for final fights you're always super under leveled or you don't have the right tools so i'm like all right riku you're a heal bot now <laughs> yeah but no, I do think switching classes is cool. The reason I don't think them swapping cosplaying each other when they swap roles is cool is because, I don't know, Xenoblade just has such sick designs that I just would have loved to have seen them do a take on each of the characters as each of the classes instead of just basically yeah, going the I, cosplay I route. That. Especially because in Xenoblade 2, you had all the blades and stuff like that, so there was a lot of effort that went into all these different models and characters. <laughs> and obviously with Xenoblade 3... I don't think that's going to be as big of a thing because obviously, don't get me wrong, I still think you'll have Blades as characters, but I just think they'll just be a part of Agnes where you'll just have people living as Blade Eaters where they're just Blades and they have cool designs, but they're just living their lives separately now, whatever this future Mm -hmm. holds. Um, But then I'm like, okay, well, if you're not making like 40 odd different characters for battle, you could at least give me a different outfit for Miu as a attacker instead of just putting on fucking Noah's costume. I'm like, you could have done that. Like, I would have loved to have seen that. But that's just a little bit. It's nitpick. a really cool jacket. It is. But also, <laughs> imagine if they had just made Miu a really cool jacket and, as opposed to it that yeah. was also equally yeah. cool. It's like you can make anyone be anything in like Final Fantasy VII. That doesn't mean I want to see, I don't know, Yuffie dressed like Vincent. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm sure I'll... To be fair, me, you, me, Hunter, we both know each other too well here. We know we're both going to stick with who they're supposed to be in terms of classes and unga-bunga our way through it anyway. So it's not going to matter <laughs> to exactly us. That's exactly what I'm going to yeah, do. High five. We're just going to fucking do that perfectly and not care. It'll be like anyone can be the DPS characters, but I'm just going to take the people who are the DPS yeah, characters like, and you know, <laughs> kill everything. Team of six DPS characters. Let's it's like go. it's like when it's like when Xenoblade's like you can play as you can put anybody as the party leader, but I just sit there walking around as Shulk or Rex, 
And it's like, that's what oh, I no, do. I definitely switched off to Dunban and Zeke. Oh, did you? <laughs> okay, that's where yeah. we differ then. I, will just I do respect that. it. Although, to be fair... <laughs> I'm not sticking as the dorky protagonist. I'm going to play as the cool character. Although, to be fair, I'm 100% going to do that in 3, where I'm going to sw- switch off Noah to Miu for the sole fact that I am just doing that of, if Miu represents Xeno 2 and Noah represents Xeno 1, I know which side I'm picking. <laughs> it's like, I'm just going to do it to spite Xeno 1. I'm like, Noah, you look cool. I have no ill will against you but you also represent the one that i like less so i'm gonna pick mia nia jr perfect thank you see you in a bit um so that's that anything else uh interest you from the trailer kyle that you saw um that isn't too spoiler heavy there is like basically their gears their fusions the giant mechs oh the mighty morphin power rangers yeah yeah that, the, that the megazords cool. or whatever they're called yeah the gundams <laughs> the gundams they're pretty cool i do like that idea i like again, the designs they look really cool yeah also again you know xeno loves its gundams uh whether it's i've heard it just likes them in general but obviously you've got the big gundams from xenoblade 2 obviously <laughs> as well so it's like the franchise I mean, obviously the gundams really are just it. a staple of xeno yeah, at this point that's what I'm, they've yeah. been there since gears you can't get rid of them and like they I were say, on the box of Xenoblade X. I don't think it's spoilers, but I feel like we're all... If it's not Final Boss, some point in the third act, they're all going to morph together. We all know that they're going to do, like, a friendship is our power move. <laughs> <laughs> um, it will be interesting, though. It's also... Well, the vocal theme of the game plays, yeah. I also think it's interesting <laughs> because that seventh character slot is going to be very interesting because I feel like if all six characters are available at once that either means the seventh character is the disposable slot where your characters that eventually die or something happens to them will always be in that slot or more interesting to me is we've only they've only shown really early footage so far and i'm gonna go in with this full sense of oh because everybody's out at the same time everybody's safe and then they pick someone off and i'm like <laughs> oh shit did not see that coming that'd be cool and replacing whoever's in the seventh slot becomes that sixth slot person you're like whoa i did not see that coming that's crazy (laughs) i'd like to see something like that and if someone does die i hope it's origami boy i don't know why i'm just picking him i'm just picking him yeah i'm just picking him i don't know why not joker he looks cool (laughs) yeah joker from p5 can fuck back off to his own game kyle uh I loved everyone who was looking at the box art and he's like, he's definitely going to die because he's walking away in the character art where everyone else is standing. I'm like, guys, it's a fucking cover. Calm the hell down. (laughs) Guys, come on. I know you're JRPG fans, but this is getting ridiculous. But no. Anything else interesting, Kyle, that wasn't story related? Um, No, I think I touched on everything. Do you feel, without spoilers, do you feel you have a better idea of what the game is about now or do you still feel as clueless as we did originally because i feel like there's little t there's there's little bits and pieces right we've had like the gamestop thing gave us a little bit of information about this whole maybe this potential 10 years thing with with the gamestop pre-order information it makes a lot more things we've seen make sense and i wonder why that just hasn't been like specified i feel it (laughs) i feel it makes sense for certain reasons but i also feel like 
and I, again i haven't seen this trailer so i don't know if this trailer gives the bigger picture here but i feel like that bit of info gives character information and a bit about like general plot but mm-hmm. i don't feel like i have in my head like the we're going to elysium or we're going to beat the shit out of the mechons here i feel like <laughs> i feel like in my head it's like oh i can see these characters trying to achieve p like their goal is like trying to stop the fighting to try and stop this endless cycle it makes the first line from the first trailer make a lot more sense that fighting fighting to live to to fight fight. and i think i think it makes that and i think it makes the cat what their the character's goal is a bit clearer but i don't see the overall story which i think is still Mm -hmm. interesting because it's like okay how the fuck does this agnes and keys thing link into this how does nelia and nia fit into all of this how does (laughs) what's the big picture here because even if you have the big picture going to elysium isn't like oh i know that i know everything about xenoblade 2 the fighting the mechons i don't know everything about xenoblade 1 it gives me the starting point of me going okay i know what this journey is about Mm -hmm. but just knowing this 10 years thing in character motivation i'm still like okay have no fucking clue how they're gonna go about this like what's the goal what are they looking for is there something (laughs) they're after that's gonna solve this and i like why they're keeping it where i'm like i like not knowing please don't fucking say like i i actually (laughs) like this i don't want them to do this big blowout where they're like oh so in like they get to the june the whatever the e3 replacement directors and they're like okay guys so the real story is they're trying to find peace and they think the only reason they can do this is by going and finding the aegis and then that's the story i'm like no don't give me that shit don't tell me shit dude i don't want to know luke skywalker on yeah literally the, yeah the old man zeke or rex is just sitting there oh, drinking man. fucking oh, milk dude return. just drinking milk <laughs> going i fucking i'm like recluse on an island being like i don't I want somehow this. nia returned old chum <laughs> i just I the just... island that he's on is actually a grown-up turner's <laughs> god could you imagine that i i would just love that if it like they just did like the explanation of oh you know why are nia and melia just still around they were just like somehow they return just like in episode nine it was just like that's just the <laughs> just the bullshit answer of just like they return how's the aegis still alive they return <laughs> they, they went their they're blades they turned back to their core crystals you forget how this shit works but, but they're not because they're aegises that's not how aegises work they survive they outlive it is Adam. though Adam outlived. Do you remember the end of Xenoblade 2, Ethan? Yeah, but okay, how did Pyra survive when Adam died? I don't fucking know. There you go. It's not. It's not. Because (laughs) Pyra Pyra returned to her core because she died. If she dies, she returns to her core. There is no proof of Driver dying because, again, guess who also. We're just going to spoil Xenoblade 2 here. Amalthus died, (laughs) and Malus was still alive yeah aegises yeah. survive after their drivers we've, we've definitely looked this up before i think we've, it's just aegises are special case aegises are special and they they outlive their drivers is what we've come to expect because yeah. then we've also got uh you know by one spoiler of uh <clears throat> what's his name alvis alvis yeah. yeah he also survives the retcon third aegis the retcon third aegis or was it that plan all <laughs> no no but it worked though but no, like Takahashi's I said, like I didn't think I'd get this far. 
they won't be returned to their core. And if they are returned to the core, then I will be going with my retconning nerd shit where I'll be like, how did Mel survive? <laughs> how did well, Mel survive the first um, time? Actually... <laughs> I'll become that fan. I will become what everybody <laughs> hates. Persona Twitter fans. I'll be go to that level where I'm like, mm, actually... Cinema sense? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this isn't my canon. Xenoblade 3 is cancelled. Unacceptable. bullshit. But no, I do like this air of mystery, and that's why I'm scared yeah. of watching any more trailers, because I don't want them to ruin the mystery. Because it's like how I haven't seen anything for AI, the Somnium Files, Nirvana initiative. I don't want to know shit. At all. I've, I've watched one trailer for that, and I will not watch it anymore. I haven't watched any of it. <laughs> all I know is Thingy's the main character. Uh, younger sister. Yeah. Mizuki. Mizuki is the main character, that's all I know. And it's like younger sister. Yeah, because she basically becomes thing Dan, uh, Date's sister character in that. In the end, it's of closer it. to like an adoptive daughter. Yeah, kind yeah. of. But the thing is, is Date's like thirty odd, but he looks like he's twenty. It's more so like in my a, head. I was like, oh, actually, it's more like Date's is her weird uncle. Closer True. to else, actually, and especially Date has the actual, and especially he's it, the epitome. Kyle, this dude's basically crow. Yeah. Oh. Cool. And also, because of the whole ending, without spoiling that, I don't want to spoil too many games on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess it is more of a father-daughter relationship than it is a sibling, but because it's anime, and because even though it says that he's 33, he looks like he's in his 20s, it, does, it doesn't feel like a... It, doesn't, it felt more yeah. like a sibling rivalry than it did like a familial thing. Uh, but you know. Yeah, that's anime it for you. Feel like siblings, it felt familial. No, classic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It didn't feel father daughterish. It felt more like siblings. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna tease the shit out of you for the most arbitrary thing ever. <laughs> thing, you know. Uh, their relationship was great. Yeah. Anyway, you should play AI: The Somnium Files before the new one comes out, and you should play Xenoblade Two game. before Xenoblade Three comes out. You can play Xenoblade One Two uh, One as well. <laughs> Xenoblade One Two if you want. One. No, don't play it. Fuck it. Play all the Xeno games before 3 comes out. Fuck it, I'm gonna have to sit through Future Connected. Study up on all the lore. Future Connected? Cringe, am I right? God, I can't believe I have to actually play that now. That's so unfortunate. But dude, you get to watch Melia become become queen. Yes! You could just watch the I can can guarantee I'll give it another two hours. I'll stay, this is still shit, and I'll be straight to YouTube to watch a walkthrough. (laughs) That is genuinely how I'll be. Oh. But oh well, it's all good. This, this is what we're talking about. Kingdom Hearts can't make that last an hour. Xenoblade Three, we talked about it for another half an hour again. This is what we. Ha- this is what happens. <laughs> you get to JRPG talking and you just can't shut up. Anyway, honestly. Anyways, let's talk um, about this. Let's talk about this other game, the Kid Squid game. Uh, Splatoon Three then got its release date game. announced on Friday. It got split. It got Xenoblade spot. Who's shocked? Like. <laughs> I think we have like logs. <laughs> we have logs in our chat where I was like, it like it took Zen it took Xenoblade took Splatoon spot. And then on Friday I'm like, yeah, Xenoblade took Splatoon spot. <laughs> like, there we go. We worked. Yeah, I it just out. remember like when the the day Xenoblade three got its release date and you just said it's coming in July. That's the only message I saw. I thought you were talking about Splatoon. Yeah. <laughs> and then I opened it and saw Xenoblade and I'm like, oh my god. I love how people thought. I love how people were like, oh my god, they're moving Xenoblade 3 because they're going to do a Zelda thing. It's going to be something big. They're adding something else to the year. Yeah, people are dumb. And I'm like, no, they just swapped the dates. 
And then we yeah. get to Friday. And what do you know? They swapped the dates. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I still think we could get Wind Waker and Twilight Princess this year. Yeah, that, that port could completely happen. And I think, it, be to be fair, to let's, all, let's, but... let's, let's think about this, right? Because it's like, Splatoon 3 is the start of September. That means they could easily put another game out in September. Um, yeah, or like, or a port. August doesn't got anything going on. Well, I guess Xeno, Xenoblade comes out at like the end of July, so that'd be... Yeah, it's end of July. Yeah, I feel like month. I feel because I feel because Splatoon is that early. I feel like that means if they do have something in August, it's probably where Advanced Wars is probably going to go. That'd be my guess. Oh, yeah. Is something mm-hmm. smaller like that between Xeno and Splatoon, and then maybe uh, I I assume the I assume if we get anything Zelda, it'll be Wind Waker and Twilight Princess bundle together, and I feel like they'll be between. <laughs> uh splatoon and bayonetta i also for a fact that i am very hesitant on saying bundle because i can also 100 percent yeah see that's what made me laugh i'm like oh they're gonna sell price. them separately yeah. <laughs> i don't know everyone just keeps saying bundle and i'm like i'm just gonna keep going along with the narrative and also say bundle but i just also want you guys to know <laughs> that i 100 percent believe that they will sell them separately like they did with skyward sword and just yeah one of them's gonna come at the beginning of July when there's a month of lead time between Xenoblade, and then the other one is gonna come in between Bayonetta and Splatoon. True, and here's my other hypothesis. <laughs> here's my here's my hypothesis. They will be separate, but they'll but they'll justify it and say, "Oh, because these are just the Wii U ports, guys. We're gonna do you a great deal. They're only gonna be forty dollars instead of sixty. And then every Nintendo fan goes, "What a great move, Nintendo! That's you're the people's <laughs> Nintendo champion. Nintendo won the year. They won the year, dude. What a deal! I mean, they're winning anyway because they're putting things. The only out, people, yeah. But... Where's yeah. God of War, Sony? Where's God of War? <laughs> Literally, X- did you real. hear Xbox? Did is you hear you Mr. Up. Velasquez say that it's going to come out? Yeah, and then Sony PR were like, "No, let's." Hit you with the bad boy stick because you weren't supposed to say that no it's not coming out this year <laughs> no video games for playstation players this year hope you enjoyed horizon in february you're getting nothing else bonk bonk sorry i yeah, forgot I gran turismo like came out games yeah uh, i'm pretty sure most people who have gran turismo would prefer to forget it came out true, true. <laughs> um but yeah because yeah even xbox has starfield like literally that's still not been pushed ever. That's got a better chance of coming out than God of War at this rate. Literally, Sony, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know you're losing when Bethesda's got a potential game that's got more chance of coming out. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Todd Howard's still sitting there screaming 16 times the detail at every fucking press release. What are you doing? <laughs> Actually, I think it was 14 times the detail. Please, 16. let me know. Was it 16? It, it, I'm pretty sure it was 16. I have yeah. to do it. I have to do the like the fake toilet. The 16 times the detail. I feel like you have to say it like that. Yeah, four times like... the size of Fallout 4. That was it. It was four times the size of Fallout 4. 16 times the detail. That was it. That was the law. You okay, Honda? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, Splatoon three. I guess my big question for you guys is what? Like, I hinted at this when I said about to join Zia. Why do you think this game got pushed? Because I'm honestly shocked. Because they showed gameplay of this. Uh, and it, as much as I'm a fan of Splatoon, it just looks like Splatoon. There's nothing in my head so far that they've shown that is like a big leap over Splatoon 2. 
So I'm like, why do you think this game's coming know. into... Especially, they showed this game last January. January 2021, they announced this for 2022. I thought this would be an early 2022 game. Yeah, I thought it would be like spring in. <laughs> I thought it would maybe. be Kirby's yeah, release date. One. I thought Kirby would yeah, come after but, uh... So what do you think they're hiding? Do you think there's like a big mode or something new that they are maybe hiding? Maybe there's maybe they're getting real ambitious with like the adventure mode or something. I don't know. They haven't shown adventure mode. That's true. Because like uh, I haven't played the Octo expansion myself, which is included with the uh, Nintendo Switch Online update, expansion. Pack. By the way, yeah, yeah, they announced that with the date or whatever. But um. That's a great but that's people's... a great bundle, by the way, because that's the first thing that they've added to that Nintendo Switch expansion pass, which technically is a single player bonus. You get the Octolings in multiplayer, but that's a single player DLC. So that's the perfect example of if you don't want to pay for Octo expansion and own Splatoon 2, guys, buy a fucking month, play it, and then there you go. You just saved yourself some money because you don't have to worry about ever playing it again. <laughs> do yourself a favor. It's a great expansion. If they do that with the Xenoblade yeah. DLC too, do that. It's great. That would be nuts Steel. if they did that. But yeah, like people, I haven't played it myself, but people talk about that Octo expansion like it's some of the greatest stuff that's. It is. It's the best single player content that Splatoon yeah. has had. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so maybe if they got real ambitious and want to do something closer to that for this game's single player mode. I'm hoping know? so, because everything else that I've seen so far doesn't scream huge leap. And don't get me wrong, I don't need a huge leap to play it because. It's been five years since Splatoon 2. I nearly said Splatoon 1. Fucking hell. It's been nearly five years <laughs> since Splatoon 2. Um, it's been seven years since Splatoon 1. Oof. Oh, wow. I was like, I was 18 <laughs> when Splatoon was coming out. Or I remember it 17. being Ugh. the summer 17. in between my junior and senior year hearing the commercials for that game. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, oh man. I was 17 years old. Do you know what's cringe, guys? What's really fucking cringe, dude? People who were 13 when Splatoon 1 came out will be 20 when Splatoon 3 comes out. How cringe is that, guys? I don't. In my head, I don't think that Splatoon 3, like Splatoon 1 even, is that old of a game. In my head, I'm like, that's still modern, dude. That isn't that old. And then when I'm thinking, no, people can go, oh, Splatoon 1 was my childhood. I'm like, cringe, 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 cringe. <laughs> Copium, get that in me. I can't take it. I can't take being old. <laughs> but no. Splatoon, like, so with Splatoon 3, it's like, I feel like their campaign must be ambitious because they haven't shown any of it. But I also, yeah. looking at it, people buy Splatoon for multiplayer. And don't get me wrong, I feel like there'll be plenty of new maps. I feel like there'll be new, more new maps for Splatoon 3 than there were for, was for Splatoon 2. I feel like there will be. It looks like there's going to have to be just because of the way they've got the, the new spawn system the and, the, and the spawn systems changed as well. Mm-hmm. You now yeah. uh, spawn using coffee machines, espresso machines. I don't know if you know just that. <laughs> those little huh, the things that people thought were washing machines are actually espresso machines, and you're shooting out exp- espresso ink. That's how the the launchers work. Uh, which I'm like, that's very bizarre and very Splatoon. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I'm like, are they add like to me? I'm like, are they adding new ranked game modes? Are they what the like? They've brought Salmon Run back. Are they actually doing anything with Salmon Run? Because that Salmon Run trailer that they showed was even as a Salmon Run fan, I'm just gonna flat out say that was absolute dog shit. That was an awful trailer because it just looked like it Salmon Run from Splatoon Two. There was no difference in my head at all. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what is the content? that's new and i feel like i feel like you might be hitting the nail on the head under i feel like it might be that the single player is a lot different to what the originals was 
But I'm also like, you've got to do something for multiplayer because it's mainly multiplayer game. Dude, maybe they're figuring out how to make a good map rotation work. <laughs> Fucking. To be fair, <laughs> I would count that as a win. If they genuinely had it where they were like, yo, guys, I would even take it <laughs> if it was like three maps an hour. I'd even take that as a W at this point. Like, genuinely. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I just remember even... that from Splatoon 1 being miserable. <laughs> what, the four I hours? Four like, hours? Who thought first... four hours was a good idea? Yeah, <laughs> or the first game, like the first couple of weeks it came out when there were like four maps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or something <laughs> no, like okay. that. Oh, like, yeah. oh, yes. On the Black, like, the skate yeah. park and the underpass, underpass again. Yeah. My favorite. <laughs> To be fair, though, the thing with Splatoon 1 was with, it worked for Splatoon 1, for me, it worked because Splatoon was such a fresh idea that mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't give a shit that I was just playing Turf War on the same two maps every time I fucking played this video game for 100 hours. I didn't care because yeah, it was still it, fresh. it didn't matter. I just enjoyed it. But then Splatoon yeah. 2 came out and I definitely dropped off Splatoon 2 quicker than I did Splatoon 1 for the sole fact of I was like come on, I really don't want to be playing the same two fucking maps again. Especially when half of Splatoon 2's rotation was Splatoon 1 maps again. So it was like when I booted up in Splatoon 2 and they were like, let's see what the new maps are. Wiki wiki urchin underpass. I'm like, God fucking and more it. A no. towers. <laughs> I don't want to play more. Why did they even bring that back? It was a bad map. Why? <laughs> come on, dude. Everyone loved more A towers. Oh, yeah, they loved to... it so much they made it the Smash Bros. stage. Sniper can they City, please? Dude. Can they please, for the love of God, as well? Let's skip the K-pop star intro, please. Also, I have a feeling that's going to be a boy band this guy time, guys. I'm going to place my bets on it. I oh, feel like no. it's going to be a boy band. Oh man! <laughs> I feel like they're going to be like proper like K-pop boy band BTS things, dude. And I bet you there's going to be oh, stands no. all over the place, dude. Dude, what if that's the story mode? Oh, the what? Squid Sisters fight K-pop. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Squid Sisters versus BTS, dude. I'm like, I mean, yeah, that works too. What's what? What's one of the names of BTS? I don't know any of the names of the B, of BTS. Does anyone know any BTS oh, names? Man. I don't know. Ethan, I feel look like at I the people you're asking because... that question to. <laughs> My sister was hardcore into must that know, band dude. for a few years. <laughs> let's be, let's. Yeah. She definitely, she definitely like said all of their names to me, but none of it meant anything to me, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Uh, well let me make a very it's like, one of, it's, it's like one of those things where information comes into my brain and i just immediately tossed it in the recycling bin yeah well, let me make like, a really relevant and not forced reference in the slightest by saying imagine guys if the great eel or whatever the, the great zapfish was steel was stolen by jimin and jungkook and only the squid sisters could save us and it was the fight against bts stands <laughs> that didn't sound forced in the slightest by the way, they all have fake stage names. I did not realize this. I thought they just all have their regular names, but they all sound like superheroes. So, <laughs> one of them just called V, dude. What, what an epic nice. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm uh, there. He's my favorite just because he know he's like they were like make up a stupid name, and he was like, no, you have a letter, and that's all you're getting. <laughs> I also want you to know that V is neither his initials either. What a chad. <laughs> what an absolute chat. <laughs> there's this there's this band I listen to called Billy Talent. Mm-hmm. There's no one in that band named Billy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> or William. <laughs> nice. I love it. But now, I am looking for I do I do hope Splatoon has a big 
like thing to it. But you know, at the same time, Nintendo. As much as I like to shit on Nintendo, they twenty twenty two is a stacked year. They have come prepared yeah. and they have the games to show it. And it's not even like they're doing these half-assed attempts either. I can't. I genuinely can't complain with the games they're releasing because Pokemon Legends Arceus was a Pokemon game where they actually tried. Genuinely mm. shocked that we still got one of those, but you know, yeah. we did. That's crazy. You know, we have Switch Sports again, more of a cash grabby title from Nintendo. But at the same time, mm. it's a lower price release. It's only like forty dollars, I think, thirty-five dollars. It's not even a mm-hmm. full price release. So again, I'll happily buy that. That sounds sick. I love Wii Sports. Got you Fire know? Emblem and Xenoblade. Fire Emblem, Summer. Xenoblade and Summer. Splatoon 2, tailing Mario off the end of Splatoon. You've got Mario, <laughs> Mario Strikers. Strikers. You've got Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope is probably coming out in October or November. Eventually. You've got Bayonetta coming out as well in the late you've end of the year. You've got Pokemon again. You've got Pokemon again in November. There's so much shit that you can't even really be mad at them delaying breath of the wild 2 to march 2023 where we all know it's going to release nah. <laughs> um along with god of war ragnarok um and fuck it starfield will also be coming out then as well but you know it's like hype i can't wait for that month oh well i can't yeah i can't wait for god of war to come out of me just be like <laughs> zelda <laughs> for an entire so month be like i'll get to you <laughs> I'll get, I'll, it'll be the horizon thing where i get to that later and then the two <laughs> just throw god of war in a trash can i'm not gonna i'm just imagining the two i'm just imagining i'm just imagining the two xbox fans just screaming starfield in the corner <laughs> just like <laughs> and i'll just be i'll download it on my xbox but i'll also be like yeah you're the least of my fucking priorities <laughs> but yeah and like I say, Nintendo's been killing it. Nintendo have genuinely shown up this year when Sony and Microsoft have been like, I'm a head out. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they went to the shops and didn't come for, back. It, it, they they had to be holding on to something all this time that they were like, ah, yes, 2020 has Animal Crossing. And that's all you get. Same with 2021. <laughs> what did, like, I can and still, then Supergiant will give you Hades. What did, what did 2021 have? I genuinely can't remember games that came out for Switch Metroid Dread. That was it. And like Mario Party. And that was it. And Mario Golf. Oh, and Golf? Golf was last year? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. (laughs) Yeah, it came out the same day as Scarlet Nexus. No, that did not happen. Mario Nexus and Scarlet Golf. Ah, good old Scarlet Golf. Bowser's Fury was also that year, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was. That was early. Oh, yeah, they had 3D All-Stars also. No, that was was 2020, wasn't it? That was the year before. That was 2020. That was 2020? Yeah, oh, was, shit, dude. Yeah, because it was 2020 till... It died in 2021. It was no longer available in 2021 until it was still available oh, in 2022. Uh, and then is there anything else that I can remember? Oh, Shin Megami Tensei was last year as well, wasn't it? But no one cares oh, yeah. about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> toxic. Um, Danganronpa Decadence came to the Switch yeah, oh, God. If you, if you want to, If you want an award for the worst frame rate ever, look at the final case of V3, because good lord. It runs at oh. two frames per second at times. It's crazy. Oof. But no, How that's not even a Nintendo published in a, game. In a visual novel, I am still asking that question. Novel. I'm still asking that question. It was a shame as well, because the rest of the game works like flawlessly. So I was just like, why, my, why, how did you screw up the final two hours? Why? That's nice. Sad uh, Chrono Cross noises. <laughs> 
But no, last year was pretty stagnant for Nintendo as well. So it is nice for them mm. to have this year. But I would also like to say Nintendo, you know, it's also perfectly cool if you also, you know, instead of having one massive year and then two years of fuck all to maybe, you know, have like two pretty decent years and then a chill year and then two pretty decent years, you know, pad them out a bit, you know. At, know. at this point, at this point, I'm just going to say it. I'd be perfectly happy if they also move Bayonetta 3 out of this year as well. And some people are going to be mad at me for saying that, but I'm just like, you've done enough this year. You've shown up. No one fucking else has, but you've shown up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You go on ahead. I wouldn't even be shocked if Bayonetta did get pushed. I have a feeling it will, to be honest. Yeah. Like, it looked like it was nearing... It looked like there was quite a bit at that last trailer, but also we haven't seen it since then. So I also I'm perfectly like like I say I would not be surprised if it gets pushed and it might be done on a shelf. I wouldn't be surprised. That's possible. They might just be like you never know. Bayonetta might be one of those games where they're like you know October's pretty stacked for a rainy day. Yeah, people. There's a load of third party games coming out. It might be a bit stacked, and we still don't know if Zelda might make it in March. Let's just keep our (laughs) options open and have something to replace it. When it eventually gets also late. like Bayonetta could, I feel like that'd be a solid like January game. One of those oh New Year just started, need something to play. Take Bam, that J that action J- JRPG J- J action game slot that Kingdom yeah. Hearts had in 2019. Um, yeah. It was a good slot to be fair. It's always a good slot because no one ever releases games in January, and the one game that does come out seems to always do well. So I don't know why more people yeah, haven't tried like... it. Worked with Resident Evil 7, worked again with Resident Evil 2. It worked really worked well with, with Kingdom Hearts, dude. Kingdom Hearts. To be fair, yeah. Hitman 3 may have not got the critical acclaim, but it was the best selling <laughs> Hitman game, so it did do really well for Hitman yeah. 3 sales wise, just not with recognition. And like, I feel like it worked better. It, it may not have got like people talking about it later in the year, but it definitely got me to pay attention to the game when it, I heard about it. Yeah. More than definitely. I would have if it had come out later. I think it does always do well. It doesn't help critically. I don't think it's a good time to release a game where you think that's a critical, like, we want this to be a critical, because everyone's going to fucking forget about it by the time next December rolls around. Yeah, like, unless it's, unless it's like, one of the biggest games that are going to be out the, that year, then yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very true. Very true. But, uh, we'll see. Like I say, Nintendo's got so much shit coming out this year. And the thing is, is... We haven't even had that June Direct yet. They could still have other <laughs> things up their sleeve. And That's I'm honestly like, thing. I'm on. if they start announcing new games, I'm like, please think about January, February, and March. Think about April, you know? Just, you know. <laughs> think of the children. Think, the think children. of my wallet. Think of my wallet. Because I'm sick <laughs> of buying Switch games, bro. I'm sick. Like, literally, my PS5 collection is just sitting stagnant ever since fucking Returnal came out. forbidden west that's it one ps5 game that's all you get unless you want to buy like make it last yeah unless you want to buy out like or unless if it's your third party console that's fine but if you're playing if you bought a playstation just for exclusives you just kind of sit in there going well this was nice maybe i'll use it as an actual pillow (laughs) there's no way that could be comfortable no there's only one way to find out hunter there's only one way to find out sleep stream (laughs) <laughs> with the, P- the ps5 only when pokemon sleep comes oh, what that now that would be the end that would that's that'll be the be all end all 
that would kill the PS5 in its tracks, dude. It would. It would go down to zero sales because everyone Stop would too it, be busy. They'd be too busy sleeping. No time for gaming. Yeah. They'd all be sleeping. <laughs> Literally with the sleeper hit of the year. <laughs> that was a good one. Very true. Uh, oh god, we are fucking jeez. <laughs> right, let's roll. Let's roll that out. Happy one hour mark, everybody. Let's roll it over. Let's keep going. Uh, if it, if this week wasn't the week of Ethan getting things he wants enough, you know, very happy about Xenoblade. Very happy about Splatoon. Then uh, fucking Randy Pitchford came out of his grave from wherever he's been. Uh, wish he'd stay, to be honest, wherever he fucking hides. Yeah. But, you know. Did he do a magic trick this time? I only saw the Twitter announcement. Did he get? A, did he fucking do some cringe magic this time? Was he like... I hope I hope not. Oh, you, right. You, you won't get I that guy. He's Yeah, he's like an, he, he's an amateur magi- magician. The guy that owns Gearbox is like an amateur magi- magician. He's also a cringe lord, and he's also a bit of a weirdo. <laughs> Um, he's also cringe his best trick is keeping his position despite being an being having a tool. load of controversies and having some really <laughs> oh yeah. okay but yeah but there was one time where during the borderlands 3 reveal he was like let's take a second to stop with the reveals let's do a magic trick and then he got like a pack of cards out and started doing a magic trick and the magic trick fucked up and then it was like yeah great wonderful and then we moved on it was a waste of 10 minutes and i was like great what a what, 10 what a riot. minutes yeah it was awful what <laughs> but anyway uh they announced uh for those of you who don't know you probably know this already though my favorite telltale game ever made is tales from the borderlands because they took the question of what if we take the cringiest ip with the worst dialogue known to mankind and we actually put good characters and a good story in it and made it the best thing that we ever made and that's tales from the borderlands and randy pitchford has now gone you know that game was not financially successful as it should have been but critically successful they were like oh we're going to resurrect it. We're going to bring it down. We're going to do another Tales from the Borderlands. And I was like, get the fuck in. The gods have spoken. I'm finally getting what I wanted. And then I read the fine print of Telltale's not involved. It's being developed internally by Gearbox. And then when I realized that it's probably the same writers that wrote Borderlands 3, I crawled back into my fucking hole and I cried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like when i when i looked at this i was like oh cool and then i felt then when you mentioned that i'm like oh i didn't even think about that you're right because <laughs> the whole thing about borderland tales from the borderlands was oh it's great because they had some really damn good writers who weren't yeah. borderlands writers and it's just like i just have this feeling of it going to be a massive fucking cringe fest and i'm like it's very probable I'm like i don't want that it's also new. It's a shame as well. because, yeah. like, the world is cool. The world in Borderlands is cool, but the writing is very awful. Not good most of the time. <laughs> awful. Yeah. awful. Like, if you like, they've had they've they had a few jokes in two that got me, and one of them, and and the best one was just when I killed somebody, and they were like, "Oh, just paid off the house," <laughs> and that's like a that's like a throwaway line that they didn't even like build up to at all. Like, none of their actual jokes were very. Mm-hmm good and if it was borderlands and, you know yeah, go on sorry the epitome of their sense of humor is the fact that claptrap is their mascot yeah and if there's anything that represents terrible dialogue it's claptrap um for sure but you know even if 
even if I had, if it, even if it was Borderlands Two, if it had only Borderlands Two that come out, I'd have, I'd be like, okay, there's faith. But I played Borderlands Three, and I experienced that quote-unquote story, where the main villains were YouTube personalities, where all of their cutscenes would be them with a camera going, Yo, what's up, Borderlands crib owners? It's your boy, and I'm here gonna show you how I kill the homies, am I right? Hit that like and so It sounds like the worst villain in the Spider-Man game. Yeah. And the sad part (laughs) is, as well, is is Max Middleman voices, one of them, and it just makes me sad. I'm like, why waste a great... Yeah, why waste a great voice actor on this absolute shite? And if they didn't ruin it with that shit, where they were like cringe YouTube vlog pranksters like Lamau let's go to the forest. Like, no, let's not do that. It was like, that's not a joke in Borderlands 3, by the way, but I'm surprised they didn't make it now that I feel, I've just realized, I'm like, I'm surprised they did not make a Logan Paul forest reference because <laughs> that's the kind of humor they'd go for. But then they also brought back one of the main characters from Tales of the Borderlands in Borderlands 3. And they absolutely right. butchered his character and replaced the voice actor. And it's like... He was voiced by Troy Baker, by the way, beforehand. He was. Also, I think Kyle has died. Yeah. Has Kyle... Oh, no, he's back. He's there. He's 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 good. good. You're good. For a while, you were just in the exact same pose, and you weren't playing. Borderlands was just draining the essence from him. (laughs) It's true. But they killed... Yeah, Reese, who was Troy Baker's character, they absolutely destroyed. Like, it was awful. And I was like, oh, God. And that is genuinely... That solidified my good fucking look. I'm glad that they're not doing a sequel like a straight out sequel with the same characters because i feel like they just fucking ruined the the original i feel like they would do what last was like last of us two haters actually think happened to last of us two you know <laughs> where they think the last of us oh, two yeah. ruined the the first game when it didn't i feel like they i feel like gearbox will actually do that to tales one if they did a straight up tales two yeah. but at the same time with this with the writers of borderlands three and the personality i just like i I am sitting there and I'm like, I hope to God it's good. I will probably play it when it comes out later this year. But at the same time, yeah, I have zero faith in Gearbox to make this good. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope that they come at it and the full release, the full reveal happens and they're like, we got the guys who did the original Telltale writing and we brought them in to write this. And then I'd be like, hell yeah, I'm in then. But I'm like, I don't see it happening. I don't and i just feel like they're going to be like i feel like it's going to be someone attempting to do what someone else did with their ip and failing then basically going oh you remember when they took an actual like honest look at the world and took some really like believable characters and put them in this crazy world they didn't get it though because borderlands is crazy so let's take that humanity out of them and just add dick jokes and i'm like oh kill me like i genuinely i will be the fucking i didn't pay off my house guy except i'll just fucking say the afterthought of i'm glad i'm dead i don't want to be in this shitty game like that'd be me <laughs> that'd be my voice line i'd be like thank fuck i'm out of the shitty game uh, but no i don't know <laughs> we'll see I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic but i also cannot on um, you cannot underestimate the power of terrible gearbox writing it's so bad sometimes it is it's tragic anyway let's wrap this up we're saving Elder Ring and Sonic Kyle they've been saved I don't think we're ever going to talk about these things I don't either 
you know, we are we are an episode down, so might, maybe one day we'll just have to make an episode where we just talk about We'll just about make an Sonic. episode that's a bonus game. <laughs> Sonic and Elden Ring. Ring. That'd be funny. Yeah, and you get zero views, sure. but you know. Oh, uh, you know. <laughs> What's new? Oh man, Elden Ring fans will click on anything. Just put like Elden Ring hot take in the title. Oh yeah, I'll be like, I'll just, I'll just title the highlight like <laughs> Elden Ring's a terrible video game, and just watch the fucking hate, watch them flood in. What did they say? <laughs> it doesn't matter. They they got rid of dislikes. <laughs> they feed the We're algorithm. Invincible. They feed the <laughs> algorithm. It does nothing. Put. <laughs> positively affect us <laughs> fuck you let the oh, hate man. flow through you anyway what was this indie presentation then under all right so this um i guess outlet show kind of i'm not really sure what they do a podcast uh 61 indie is the name of this group here and they did a little showcase to kick off pax east of a bunch of indie games and i was like oh that sounds cool i like indie games they're neat. <laughs> I just love, I just want to say this, by the way, just for video listeners, that I just want you to know that when I just went on the one to Hunter, his webcam just went six million years behind. And I just want you guys to know that that was not a fuck up. <laughs> it's like recording. it knew. It's like it knew. Hunter's internet just went, I'm a head out as soon as I clicked on the solo. And your audio went like 10 seconds behind. And I'm like, Ethan oh, of the future, amazing. when you're editing this, just know that that was definitely him, not you. Don't even try and fix that. No, did it again. Yeah. Don't even try. Don't even try and fix that. Anyway, Hunter, we just won't use the one. We'll just we'll just stay in yeah. the big boy. There mode. we go. Just stay in the yeah. Oh my god. So yeah, they showed like about around about yeah. Sorry. Maybe they refresh your webcam. Like Re- refresh your webcam. Refresh your webcam. All right. Sorry, audio list. Oh, that, will that kill Kyle? I don't know. Let's find really out. Kill Kyle. Let's find out. I thought you yeah. were always Kyle's Let's find Horcrux. Out. Let's find out. Oh no, Kyle's still here. Oh my god, Kyle, you switched into the other slot. Oh no, it did kill Kyle. Did it? <laughs> no. You. Everything's Hello? frozen for me. Hello, Hunter. Oh. Hello. What's up? Okay. Well, you're back. Kyle's hey, now. I'm head out. God. What oh, a great no, episode, I've come back guys. and we've what killed a great him. <laughs> oh man. Well, you're not delayed anymore. Oh. Well, that's good. Well, anyway. Until Kyle comes back. Well, anyway. Well, Kyle. Oh, oh God. You've, ru- you've ruined <laughs> my dead. fucking layout, Kyle. <laughs> the audacity of this guy. The audacity. Guy. You've just ruined my technical difficulties. What do I even do? What do I do? I, I've got no solution to this. Uh, 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 there we go. Hello, Kyle. Welcome back. Hello. It did kill you. It did. Nice. And you fucked my layout for a bit, so that was good. That was good fun. Hey. Uh, but anyway, oh, Hunter, you were talking. Kept my audio recording, print. though. Pardon? You kept your audio I recording? I kept my audio recording, though. Okay, good. So. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway. You're welcome. All right. <laughs> Six One Indie. They made a showcase to kick off the PAX East weekend. Uh, they showed around about, I don't know, 18 or so games in a showcase of about 30 or so minutes. Mm-hmm. It was pretty... Uh, it showed a decent variety of games. Some standouts to me were the first one they showed, Lucid. Mm-hmm. It looked like this uh, action platformer that was a combination, visually speaking, just off the top of my head. Celeste and Katana Zero. It looked like a fun marriage of those two games. That was the one that stood out the most to me. Okay, I looked me at that. as well. And I, did, I was scrolling through it quickly. I did scroll briefly through. And I was like, yes, that very much does look like Celeste. 
a lot in a lot of the ways that it was moving and stuff like that. I haven't played Katana Zero, so I wouldn't know to make that comparison. But I was yeah. like, yeah, it looks very Celeste. Yeah, Katana <laughs> Zero is a bit more action oriented, so that's where I was pulling that. No, that's from. fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, other ones. Once upon a gesture looked like it could be kind of fun and silly. Um, it, it mostly like a story based choose your dialogue thing. You seem to be this kind of stage performer trying to make an entertaining show for these people. Looked like it could be fun. Um, mm-hmm. there was that one uh, game that I saw that everyone I saw people on Twitter talking about was the the pixel art one that had like a three D. Like a 2D, 3D art style. I don't remember what it was called. Was it the cyberpunk game? Yeah, the cyberpunk kind of game where you were a bot. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. That one looked cool. Yeah. Anno Mutation. That one's out already. Oh, is it? So, you got, yeah. I've seen it on the PlayStation Store, like just in the stuff already. And this was actually a cool, it was cool to see an actual look at the game because I'm just looking at like what the PlayStation Store was giving me. It wasn't Anno Mutation. Anno Mutationum. Yeah, interesting. But great this title. trailer was, a, yeah, this trailer was a good showcase of the game. It made me go, huh? Maybe I'll pick that <laughs> made up. Made me go, point. huh? <laughs> <laughs> so made me go, yeah. huh? There's also, uh, there's also, if you are into physical games, Limited Run does currently, and um, as of recording, have uh, Anno Mutationum up for pre-order if you That's want true. a physical copy they've they've hit me with that email like six times at this point if you want it <laughs> go for it you, it's 40 dollars or uh, 25 pounds or 30 dollars i think on the ps store if you want it yeah. digitally but uh, that one looked cool because it's just it was an interesting art style where it's like mm-hmm. yeah the, pr- the pixel sprite stuff with the 3d kind of world was always kind of interesting and it wasn't the same like HD 2D is more kind of it's still kind of toppish downish. Like you kind of still look. It's yeah, like looking at a diorama kinda... in a way. Whereas this one was like full on yeah. kind of no. It's like 2D, 2D, but it goes in. Where it's like it's still got that 2D yeah. camera, but it still goes in. I was like, that's interesting. Yeah, it looked cool. A bit like that Chris Tales kind of camera. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, uh, that's on Game Pass, you know. It sure did, and it was great. I could play that. I'm not going to Hunter. Just out of spite for you, because you made me re- edit that review. Uh, I mean, you could have told me to edit it myself. I'm too kind. <laughs> <I'm> too <humble. laughs> I love I love wasting way too much time on edits. To be fair, it probably would have been better for you to do edits because when other people do edits, it takes them half the time. Whereas I sit there and I'm like, I sit there with a the Pokemon review and I'm like. Ugh. Kyle's footage didn't get the exact shot I want. So then I go into my own <laughs> game and spend 20 minutes getting that exact piece of footage I want for two seconds, knowing no Did one's going to really? watch it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I genuinely wasted an extra four hours getting extra footage for that. I put video. that Sifu edit together in like two hours. Fuck you. <laughs> do you know how long it took me to do the Pokemon edit? 14 hours. <laughs> 14 hours it's okay i had to render the video like three times and it got me in the end i just yeah uh the next game in the showcase that stood out to me was songs of glimmerwick it's this kind of wizards and witchcrafty looking game it's the broken age art style looking thing yeah that one about going to like magic school and all that and that seemed like it could be yeah the classic done better than the most famous one probably lord of the rings 
Yeah. Lord of the Rings. The, 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 the most famous thing about learning magic, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, true. <laughs> well, know, this one looks cool. He ain't normal. He isn't from... He ain't normal. That's from. some magic shit. That ain't, that's but, magic shit. Well, this one looked cool. I, uh... It reminds me, the thing I thought about was Eichenfell, that other witch game from a few years ago. Uh, yeah. It made me think of that. It reminded me uh, a lot of the Double Fine's Broken Age, uh, in terms of art yeah. style. Uh, the very storybook aesthetic. Honestly, one yeah. of Double Fine's most underrated games. You should play Broken Age if you haven't played Broken Age. It's very I played that game for a few hours, but I didn't continue it. Do you know what's funny? I've said this, I feel like I've said this on the podcast before. They did a documentary of Broken Age. Where they like, it's on YouTube, it's a free documentary where they went through the development of it, the highs and the lows, and they went through the whole of it and they showed it all. They weren't, they didn't hide anything. When it went to shit, they (laughs) did episodes about it. And it's honestly, it's such a good documentary. The documentary is better than the fucking video game. And I (laughs) recommend that documentary to anyone. If you ever want to watch a documentary about video game development that isn't no clip, you should watch uh, Double Fine Adventure, I think it's called. It's fucking, it's excellent. I love that thing. Which makes me like the game more, so. Nice. If you like Broken Age, go watch the documentary. And if not, watch the documentary or play Broken Age, your choice. Or do both. But no, it did, it did look good. It looked, it had that kind of fantasy, like, art book. Yeah. Aesthetic, like kind of, like, it looked, yeah, it looked like a kind of fairy tale, kind of drawing book, kind of aesthetic. I liked it. It's cool. I'm not going to play this next game. I just laughed at it when I saw it because I could totally imagine Sam playing it. Uh, Pogo Champ. It's this physics-based <laughs> jumping game about being on a pogo I said, stick yeah. silly things. I said, it t- I said it when I saw it. I was like, oh, here's the streamer video game. It's like, yeah. oh, look, someone made, another- someone made 3D pogo stuck so that fucking Ludwig and Miss Kiff and all those people can go and play it. Because that's, the- that's that kind of game. It just looks like it's painful. And I'm sure some people will love it. <laughs> But to me, anyway, it just kind of looked like it was one of those Fodian games where it's pain equals fun. Oh, yeah. And most of the people, <laughs> the, the target Junk audience King. is people who are going to be paid to play this. Yeah. As their chat laughs at them and suffers. As they make <laughs> stupid text to speeches saying, Year 35 of watching. Kyle play Junking. But no, it um, did. To be fair, it did look like it was more fun than some of the other ones. Like it, it did look more. It looked like it had more it looked imagination than other games. Like for example, the level where you're in a monkey ball, and it was very much mm. a monkey ball level, was kind of cool. Yeah, I like the one where they were underwater and they could just keep pogoing. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Uh. The next one that really stood out to me was uh, Remnants of the Rift. That was the one that looked like it had the... They really liked Persona 5 because its UI very much seemed to be... Well, I didn't get this of... far. Hang on, let me have a look. <laughs> you said Persona 5. I have it, to have I a look. You see, this is because far. you saw it and it was like, oh, turn-based strategy, skip. <laughs> was that the game? <laughs> yes, that was the game. It looked, it looked like it had Persona 5 side yeah, of like fuck, visual dude, style and the menus and, and it looked and it's, uh, yeah it does from the tidy bit of the menus that i can see because it, oh yeah that there you go yeah that is god come on guys i get it soda five's a great game but come on like that is just and its combat seems kind of reminiscent of transistor so i will be looking at that one with 
interest. <laughs> Yo, what does it have for me? Strategy gameplay. Uh, <laughs> Your favorite. <laughs> I'm pro- I'm sure there's probably a girl that knows magic in the game somewhere. I got of. like halfway into triangle uh, strategy and I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I don't care what happens to these people. I have zero investment. That's the spirit, guys. That's the spirit. Poggers. Be like Kyle. I'll finish your game. <laughs> Look, there's nothing wrong with not finishing games. Hey, dude, I'm still five hours into fun. Scarlet Nexus. Dude. It's all good. If the game's not doing anything for you, it's fine to just be like, yeah, all right, away you go. What do you do with yeah. what? What's your opinion, Kyle, on games that you can't bring yourself to play? Like when you're playing it, you're like, this is fine. I'm having a fine time. But you just you turn your console on, and you're like, I'll probably play this today. And then you just end up leaving your console on the main menu and not actually starting it. And you'll go, you know, what? it's too late now. I'll play it tomorrow. I'll play. It. What's your opinion on those games? Do you feel like that's uh-huh. just me? Re- do you think that's me denying that I don't like a video game, or do you think that that is just me being lazy and I should just stop being a bitch? This is like Alcoholics Anonymous, but refusing to stop <laughs> games anonymous. What games you know? do these happen with? Scarlet Nexus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scarlet Nexus. Literally, I'll have it on the, like this monitor, and it'll just be playing that music, and I'll be like, "Oh, I'll start you in a minute. I'll just watch some YouTube." And then it'll get to my, my bedtime, and I'll be like, well, I guess I'll play you tomorrow. It's too late now. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I think that I think that's fine. I've probably done that with games before. Oh, I do it with games all the time. But usually once I've yeah, started a, a game, hobby. once I've started a game, I'm into it. It's usually on first play where I'm like, I don't feel like starting that today. Once it's start, once, once I'm in, I'm in. This game, yeah, it's once like... He's in, he's in. <laughs> Most of the time. Well, yeah, this is, you, this is... You're talking about the person that fucking beat Bloodborne in, like, three days. So, you know, it's like, once <laughs> I commit, I commit. But... This man got the plat in Elden Ring. It wasn't hard. It just wasn't fun either. Hang on, that's that's content that they're not allowed. They're not allowed that content. Oh. That's for next week when we run that. out. Yeah, you, you, you better not have heard that two people that stay to the end. <laughs> People who stayed past the intro. People that stayed past the first 10 minutes of this and are still here. You deserve a medal. Like, fuck Honestly. (laughs) Sound off in the comments. You won't, but we like, like... (laughs) (laughs) You won't. You won't. If you are still here, send us an email and let us know why. (laughs) Why? It's because of our magnetic personalities. Hell yeah, it's because they're like, oh great. Technical difficulties. I'll, yeah. I might I might even cut that second bit out, that second technical difficulty out. It was that tragic. And they gain nothing from it. We'll see. Or I will just forget in the edit. Anyway, was that the final game, Hunter? Or was there anything? Uh else? no, they closed on this other game called Exodiac, which is essentially uh, Nintendo Fox? won't make yeah, Nintendo won't make Star Fox so the indie games are going to. This had a demo. Classic. This had a demo out that I played earlier after I mentioned uh, mm-hmm. the thing to you, and I'm either worse at Star Fox than I remember being, or this game is harder than Star Fox was. <laughs> oh, you're getting old. I don't know about that. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's the thing. Is maybe your gaming 
prime is you're over. You're just washed up. Yeah, I don't know about that. I could, I could still probably up. play Devil May Cry on the highest difficulty with my eyes shut. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, see, Devil May I, Cry is easy. You just button mash. Yeah, exactly. You just button mash. You see, I feel like maybe we're pra- maybe that's it. You know, we're talking about those people that West Platoon 1 was their childhood and now it, it, like 20 is like, maybe we're just boomers, dude. Maybe that's it. <laughs> You know, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, maybe when Overwatch 2 comes out in the year of our Lord 2028, dude, I'll just be too busy having fucking arthritis in both my wrists. I won't be able to play it. Like, it's like, my gaming days are over. I will not be, uh, I I will not be a pro gamer. That's how do you think I feel? I play fighting games. My hands are going to be borked. You're fucked before I am, dude. You're fucked. Honestly, yeah. That's like I'm I'm bad because I played like I played first person shooters for like a decade of my life, but you know, still you you're, you're definitely fucked, dude. Because it's I feel oh, like yeah. I feel like two years of fighting games is worse than oh, like ten yeah. years of <laughs> of first person shooters. Cause I'm sure first I am glad Tetris is, is low intensity. Well, you're like, <laughs> yeah. Oh no, you're fucked as well, Hunter. Everyone knows nah, Tetris people, okay. dude. You've, you've seen some Tetris players? They do like the claw grip okay. thing. Dude. That's like because. Like the, People who still do like Tetris Classic have to do have to deal with like the square or the rectangle shaped NES controller. No, I've seen some people play modern Tetris like this, dude, with like the claw grip, with like the fucking okay, pretending well, they're a final boss in a Final Fantasy game, like fucking mangled yo, ass looking. I don't do that, so Hunter, you should buy good. a fight stick for Tetris ninety nine. I don't. I don't think I need to do that. I've already that, got that. Actually, it. Wins. It'd be funny, though. It would be funny. Anyway, that demo played really well. It felt good to control. (laughs) You get two levels out of it. Uh, The boss fights were solid. Visuals looked pretty good for being the retro throwback kind of thing. They do a very good old school Aurora Borealis looking thing in the uh, Mm. second level that I played. It was neat. Aurora Borealis. Oh, yeah, Lord, I just Lord. I literally I only think of fucking Seymour saying that. That's literally all I think of is Aurora Borealis in the kitchen at this time of year. At this, time at of this year. altitude, yeah. Fucking yes, man. yes. Sorry, Hunter. Were you saying something? No, we're not. No, we're no. Busy. I just about we're finished. We're too busy up. talking about Steam now. I was also thinking before you cut me off and talked about actual video games, which is very cringe. Think of the people that grow <laughs> up on the Nintendo Switch with Joy Cons. They're gonna have arthritis by the time oh they're like God. fifteen. Dude. They're gonna like. Can you imagine that? Imagine That's, kids that grew up playing One Two Switch, where they pass the control. Play Mario Kart <laughs> Deluxe with the fucking tiny Joy Con, the one the singular Joy Con. That's yeah. uh. Oh, that's something dude that's something i pray for you guys because you'll have arthritis worse than, worse than us <laughs> and we had ps2 controllers ew <laughs> <laughs> and on the other side you have people who are gonna have straining issues because they use the juke they were like i'm playing games boys <laughs> no maybe my hands will be okay i wear gloves so i've got a little bit of padding when i hold controllers true <laughs> God, I'm going to hate that. I feel like that is going to be one of the things where it's like, I'm 30 and I'm playing games, and I'm just like, oh, it's time to play, like, I'm going to be in my 40s, and I'm like, oh, it's time to play Persona 6, am I right? And then, <laughs> <laughs> it'll just have come out. 
and I'll be like, oh, hang on. Persona. The finale of the Final uh, Fantasy yeah. VII remake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally. I'll be there with my grandkid being like, look, it's the end of my life saga. I'll be like, oh, <laughs> hang on, though. This game's too much for your old man. Let me put on my fucking gloves. My fucking my RSI gloves. gloves yeah. Get that repressive strain in order. Let's go, gamers. Oh, God. Just get ahead of the sucks. problem. Wear gloves like I do. I have thought about getting compression gloves at some point, but then I'm also like, that costs money. And also, I feel like That's last correct. last time I got like serious like aches from playing games was Crash Two. Like when I was really big into speedrunning that, like last year, mm. I started feeling the strains again. And my solution was just like, okay, time to not play video games for like two weeks. I just stopped playing games for a while. Mm. So that happened to me. That happened to me back in like 2017 when I was on a Dragon Ball Z Budokai grind. Just because that speedrun is so input intensive, like my ha- my hands were starting to cramp up, my joints weren't feeling good. My oh yeah, palm I was getting was like starting the to like, yeah, I was like, like the, the skin on my palm. No, the skin on my palm was starting to peel, dude, from oh, control man. stick spinning. Oh man, That's you got gross. the Mario Party hand, <laughs> Hunter. <laughs> legitimately, I melted off the rubber that hold on top of the joystick oh, nice. from friction like, this might just was, also be a mario good. party situation with me where i refuse to put that much energy into pushing the buttons and that's why my hands will be okay <laughs> that's one way because <laughs> like i won't i won't ever button mash too intensely I'm never, no. I'm never gonna be flexing my whole arm to like push the stick or push the button real quick. No, I will. Yeah, I definitely like sometimes. I definitely sometimes I do get like aches and stuff like that, but it's very rare nowadays. Especially because now I'm just like a fucking single player Andy. So like, I don't really play much mashy. Like I don't like I don't play things as intensely as I used to. Yeah, like I'm sure if I. Yeah, take, take away is take old. care of yourself. Don't get old. Dude. That's the take takeaway. breaks. That's the takeaway, guys. Is don't get old. Like find the cure to fucking aging, please. Stop it. Because <laughs> it's cringe. Because we'll the... just live long enough to see robot hands, yeah. and then we can install those onto our wrists. Or if you just and start feeling stop. aches, just just stop playing for a bit, you know. Just, just or get some compression book. gloves. How much do compression <laughs> read a, gloves read a cost? Book, you Let's fucking find losers. Out. Read a book. What's a cringe? I don't know, like twenty five dollars. I don't know. Maybe. I'm gonna type in compression gloves gaming because I want some neon ones, dude. Game. <laughs> I need one with the LEDs. Game. Oh man, you gotta have some sync Game. up to your lights in the background. Oh yeah, dude, RGB, <laughs> dude. Just be like, yeah. Gamer, gamer, gamer. Low health. Good health. Uh-oh. <laughs> you poisoned. <laughs> like, oh no. Uh, that, that was a visual joke. Hope you enjoyed that audio, listeners. The two of you that are still here. Sucks to be you. Sucks to be you. It's fine. We saved it till the end. Uh, I, can, I see there's, there's compression gloves here for like nine pounds. Oh. But they're probably not good. Probably not. There's, there's other ones that are like 15, 16 pounds. They're probably better. Copper infused. Wow. That's also the thing, though, is I never see good reviews on any compression gloves ever. <laughs> if I did get back into Crash 2, maybe it'd be an idea. But I'm not going back. You can't make me. <laughs> 
I'm still on vacation. Yeah. I've gone to the shops, kids. I'm not coming back. But no. Overall, what was your... Overall, is that everything, Hunter? What was your overall yeah. opinion of the thing overall? Oh, right. We were talking about something. We were talking about something, so I thought I'd bring it back. Right? <laughs> I thought it was a decently put-together showcase, you know. It showed a decent... The solid amount of games in a short amount of time. Didn't waste much time. Their in-between snippets were just enough to break the pace of seeing trailers, and they didn't waste too much time otherwise, so... Good on them. There was a nice variety as well. Fair enough. Like I say, I wasn't nice. a big fan of their back and forth, but that's also because I was trying to rush through it for. You were also watching it on times two speed, and they still took hey, too long. I also did that. Hell yeah, Kyle! <laughs> See, some of us know how to get it. I right. gave him the idea. Actually, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, but now there we go. Loads of news. Alas, no Sonic Mania. No Elden Ring. Maybe next time. And no Maidens. No Maidens. It's all good. We'll live. Maidens. No Manias. No Manias. No Manias. Great show. <laughs> uh, but no. Uh, Let us know about uh, what you guys think about all that we've been through today. Looking forward to Xenoblade. Are you looking forward to Splatoon? Are you... Uh, one of those people that actually listened to that or watched that uh, presentation? <laughs> or did you too watch it at two times speed? Like we do. Let us know. It'd be funny if someone was like, yeah, guys, I relate. I also watched it at two times speed just for shits and giggles, though. <laughs> <laughs> I just like fucking over the YouTube video by giving them less watch time. Am I right? <laughs> I also do it to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I put that as an intro bit, but also then people would do it and it'd fuck our analytics up, so I'm not doing that. I'm not promoting that, baby. That's sacred knowledge only for the two people that stay to the end. There you go. Like, wait, Uh, I can do that? I can can fuck that. I mean, good luck trying to understand us in double speed. Yo, hear me out. Sometimes we speak too fast, so stick us on half speed and watch us (laughs) Give us double the watch time. I probably would not sound great in half speed. Find out, Hunter. You know when you, Hunter, when you listen to us when you go to bed, dude, watch us in half speed so that we get more watched. <laughs> YouTube, I'm joking. Or am I? Uh, as always, anyway, all these are on screen right now. You can go and follow us uh, on Twitter if you want to keep up to date with everything that we do outside of the show. Uh, there's got to be something that we do outside. I don't know. I've not. I've hardly tweeted this week, so I've got no. I've got nothing. I've got nothing. Uh, but hey, if you don't want to follow us on Twitter, that's cool too. I have not done the bit yet. Why are you swap? Why are you fucking pissing about with your knife? I haven't even swapped yet. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> literally. Everybody saw that. That's amazing. Everybody saw that. Like literally, this is the shit that I have to put up with, guys. Is this fucker here? That's what he does. <laughs> anyway, as always, you can go and follow us on Twitter at HotGamersOnly or subscribe to the YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash HotGamersOnly. And hey, if you don't want to look at Hunter fucking pissing about with a Switchblade, you can go and listen to us on podcast services by searching It's a butterfly knife. Uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you want to listen to us on a podcast service, we're probably there. Just search HotGamersOnly. Or go to Linktree slash HotGamersOnly. Find us everywhere. I recently updated that for the first time in two years. So... All the links should be updated now. 
And there's also quick links. Hooray. So if you do want to email us, I don't know why I'm saying this at the end when no one's listening, but if you do want to email us, it's in the link tree. You can just click a button and it opens up your email with the email address. It's easy. You too can email us random things. Like asking why does Hunter piss about with knives during the spiel? <laughs> <laughs> why does he have so many? Why? No, this one's not even actual, like, it's not even actually bladed. It's just a play with. Oh, nice. Oh, great. It's just a play knife, guy. It's I do love knife. dangerous fidget spinners. It's not dangerous. Extreme it's... fidget spinners. It doesn't, it doesn't have a blade. Fidget spinners gone wild. Or it doesn't have an edge. You can't even sharpen it. Fair enough. Anyway. That's all for this week. We'll be back same time, same place next week for more Persona news next week, guys. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's the end of April. It's got it. The Hunter's, April's over. Hunt, Hunter's busy next Friday, so we will definitely be recording it when there's Persona news, whatever it is. I hope you're ready for a one-hour analysis on the jumper that they announce. Can't wait. <laughs> but until then, have an awesome week. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Toodaloo.